1: My policy states after seven days, it's not my problem, but I love what I do. So when she texted me December 30th, I said, come in,
2: yes. I didn't respond because I was busy, but most of my clients- I know, but then there's a moment when you're not busy. In 30 days, you've stopped, looked at your phone, played on your phone, looked up all of your your incoming messages, looked, but you chose to ignore hers.
3: This is the plaintiff, Renee Johnson Samuels. She says she hired the defendant to make her a wig, and two weeks later, some of the hair started falling out. The wig was constructed in an extremely poor way, and when she told the defendant about the problems she was having, she accused her of handling the wig incorrectly. Huh? She's suing for $549, the cost of the wig and lost wages. This is the defendant, Lorraine. She says the plaintiff brought her a wig to fix, which she did, and everything was fine. She gives a seven-day warranty on her work. The plaintiff started complaining after the seven days about hair falling out. And to be nice, she said she'd fix it. The woman never showed up. It's obvious she was mishandling the hairpiece. And if she wants it repaired now, she's gonna have to pay for it because nothing in life is free. She's accused of wigging out. (laughs) The defendant is filed a counter suit for $500 for slander and lost wages. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You it come to the water, please.
4: Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor.
2: Thank you, Doug. You're welcome, ma'am. Hi. Hi. So you've had a wig made in the past by the defendant. Yes. Correct, and you loved it. Yes. Then you had a wig made by somebody else, and you went, why didn't I go back to the defendant? So then you had that wig, which was made by somebody else, brought to her to remake a wig for you. Did I get it right? Not no. No, where did I go wrong?
5: <laughs> I had a wig made by Lorraine, and I like it. I had someone do a wig for me i took it apart i asked Lorraine to make a wig for me i gave her the hair
2: from that second wig
5: yes okay that's what i said but okay
2: all right so then she makes you that a wig from those parts yes all right and you pick it up on what day
5: december 6th
2: and when you picked it up did you like it yes i did Okay, did you look at it? Did you inspect it? Did
5: I didn't lift it up and look at it because I came from work and I was kind of like rushing. So Why were you rushing? Because I, I had somewhere to go afterwards.
2: Right, but I mean, you looked at it, right? You. I didn't. Was there something wrong with it?
5: There was, at the time, no.
2: Okay, so you take it home and what happens?
5: I take it home, everything was fine and then I noticed that as I was wearing it, it kind of looked like it was I th- what I thought was an uneven cut. I realized that it was when I lifted it up it was the track hanging down. Okay. So I text her and I let her know that there was How
2: a- long after picking it up did you notice that?
5: Two weeks. Had
2: you been wearing it? Yes. All that time? Yes. Yeah. Day in, day out. All right. So Not day you- in,
5: day out, because it's a wig. It's removable.
2: Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> right, but are you taking it off yes. and wearing it every day? Yes. Sorry, so when uh, you text her a couple weeks later, and mm-hmm. what happens? I text
5: her and I let her know I was like, one of the tracks fell out, and I, uh, upon it falling out, me looking at it, I noticed that the way it was sewn, it has a lot of gaps in it. And... It, compared to the way that you sew my last wig, the way that it's sewn, it's going to cause for me to have to repair it a lot. And can you sew it and close up the gaps for me and repair it? And she Is this said, your
2: finger in a gap? Yes.
5: Those are the gaps. So I asked her if she could sew it and close up the gap for me. She said yes. I said, okay, let me know when you're going to be in the shop at 7. And she never responded to me. And did I, you ever follow up? I didn't follow up with it because when I around the time when I texted her, it was around the holiday. It was New Year's time. So I figured, like, okay, it's probably the holidays. I'm not going to really stress her. I didn't think kind of the dynamics between us. I wasn't going to pressure her around the holiday time because people is traveling and they're with their family.
2: All right. Um, so December 30th, you send her a text. Good afternoon. Two weeks ago, one of the tracks came loose on the wig you recently made for me. I noticed you didn't sew it the way you did with my other wig, is it has too many gaps between where it's sewed down, which is gonna lead to me making frequent repairs. Can I come in so you can close up the? You all, you screenshot this, so I don't know what the rest of your text is. Do you have it in your phone?
5: Yes, I do.
2: And so you can close up the, the only thing missing was the word gaps. (laughs) Close up the gaps. And she says, yes. Now, this is on December 30th. Then what happens? So, and then I... And you don't the, hear from her. You don't, you don't follow up right
5: away. No, I asked her, when can when I come could in she, at 7? Yeah, seven? You're la-
2: the last text says, let me, what day you're available at 7. I yes. think that's pretty clear. That's let yeah. me know what day you're available at 7. Radio silence from her. Mm-hmm. And then radio silence from you, too, until February 4th, where you say, good morning. You never got back to me. That's when February the second 4th track is, came um, A month and a couple of days later. Mm -hmm. Good morning, you never get back to me on when you will be available at 7 to secure the tracks. Better on my wig and another track has come loose. That's two tracks in less than two months. To which you respond, I'll fix the two tracks, anything else I'm going to charge you for. Which is diametrically opposed to what you had said on December 30th. Right? Did you forget what you'd said on December 30th? No, um,
1: December 30th, I was booked in a salon. But... My policy states after seven days, it's not my problem, but I love what I do. So when she texted me December 30th, I said, come in, yes. I didn't respond because I was busy, but most of my clients...
2: I know, but then there's a moment when you're not busy. In 30 days, you've stopped, looked at your phone, played on your phone, looked up all of your, your incoming messages, looked, but you chose to ignore hers.
1: No, I didn't choose to ignore her. Well, then I- you forgot it. I for, probably forgot.
2: But right, and that's fine, yes. except for that when she says, hey, now a second, what I expect your answer to be, oh, yeah, come on in tomorrow at 7, instead of, I'll sew the two tracks, but I'm not, I'm not sewing any gaps because too much time has passed. When did it become too much time has passed because you didn't answer her?
1: When she texts me February 4th, I said, come in a salon. I will fix those gaps. But anything other than that, I will have to charge you. Maybe. I hear you. Now right. you hear
2: me. On December 30th, what she said was, "Can I come in so you can close the gaps?" And your answer was yes. Yes. So yeah. you were going to close gaps yeah, December thirtieth. But close now it. you're going to charge her for closing gaps on February fourth. Right.
1: Because honestly, Your Honor, it was past my my time, seven, my seven day policy time. But I was going to tell her to come in anyway. I was going to do close the gaps for her anyway. without a Free problem. Free or charging her. Two tracks are going to be sold now for free that she texted me about on and December 30th. And now you're going to charge
2: her for the gas. I'm
1: going to have to charge her for the gas because I feel like it's been 30 days. and I don't Right, know. but
2: it's been 30 days because you ignored her for 30 days.
1: I wouldn't, ma'am, I wouldn't say I ignored you her. You did
2: not respond to her. In other words, she didn't drop the ball. If I'm looking at this, it's you who dropped the ball because you didn't answer her. Yes, she didn't stalk you, but right. you didn't answer her. So pretending like, you know what, you waited too long is kind of weird when it's you're the one who owed her an answer, right? Right. Okay. Have you taken it to anybody else to find out what it would cost to fix?
5: No, I didn't, but when the first track came out, I did have somebody repair it for me.
2: How much did that cost you?
5: They did it for me for free.
2: What about the second track?
5: The second track is still hanging. I didn't repair it. Because when I contacted her the second time, she said no, I just left it like that and told her I'll take her to court.
2: And that was that? Yeah.
5: Wow.
2: All right, so now you're suing for the $225 you paid for the wig. Uh, but you have somehow uh, blossomed that into a five hundred and forty-nine dollar lawsuit by adding lost wages. Mm-hmm. Cause what?
5: The time off that I take to to went to go file the claim in court because I blatantly asked her. I didn't want any money back. All I wanted her to do was just to. Repair it. She refused when you say that order. you have
2: a seven. Your policy is seven days. Where is that written, or how does a person know that? Where is um, that? It's
1: written on my website. I told her that, and it's on my social media. But your is honor, is it on
2: your receipt that the person? Gets? Um, no, I didn't give her a receipt. But your honor, oh, that's how. That is how people prove right. what their policy is. If you go to Macy's and they say returns, well, Macy's isn't going to say that because they'll return used toilet paper. But if you go to uh, somewhere else, you know, uh, and they will say you have 15 days to return, that, you know, they can't deny it because when they show you the receipt, it's right. right on their receipt. But if you're just taking cash and, and right. you know, that's kind of the, you win some, you lose some on that.
1: Right, but like I said, Your Honor, when she texted me December, February 4th, I told her. Come in, I will fix the tracks, but anything other than I will have to charge Yes, her. I know. That's my objection but is my that thing you said is, that. I
2: understand that you said but, that. I've read it four times. But
1: why didn't she my thing is, ma'am, why didn't you come in? If she would have came in the
2: salon She needs to stalk you? She asked you no. a question and you ignored her.
1: No But I told her on February 4th she can
2: come in. Yes, but February 4th, you changed the deal. February 4th, you're saying, I'll have to charge you to close gaps. Right. But on December 30th, she's like, look, this doesn't look like the other one. Can I come in? Will you close the gaps? Will you fix the tracks? And you're, yes, not yes, but I'm going to have to charge you, just yes. Right. So that looked like everything was fine December 30th. Right. She says, great, what day will you be there after 7? Radio silence for me for a month. And then your answer to why you're not going to honor December 30th statement is, well, you waited a month. Well, she, Yes, she waited a month. She didn't chase you. She didn't show up unannounced. She didn't do what a lot of other litigants do. But by the same token, it's hard to, to, to castigate her when you're the one who doesn't answer the text. You left her hanging there. So now what do we do? Because I don't want to put you guys in contact again because it's unpleasant now. So exactly how are we going to get this fixed? Well, typically, your side will come here with a, an estimate from someone else of what it would cost to get the, the gap zone. But you've come in here without that. So now how, what, how exactly are we going to do this? You think you're just going to get double what you pay for the wig? That's how we're going to fix it? Not really, because what you're missing is getting two tracks fixed and gaps shut. I don't know what that costs. How am I gonna know what that costs? Anybody else here do hair that's not affiliated with the two litigants? I don't think so. So, now what? What say you it costs to sew up the gaps? Miss, if she- You didn't just call me Miss, did you?
1: I'm I'm sorry, Miss. That's okay. I I apologize. I know it was a mistake. I apologize. I'm just pointing it out. Um, I love what I do. She's a returning client for two years, from, from two years ago. I told her if she would have came in the salon, I would have closed down. Okay, the you're gaps just repeating of, yourself she, now. For are you going to tell charge. me something
2: new and interesting, or are you going to just repeat yourself again?
1: Oh, I apologize. All I right, just, tell I me something new and interesting. To, How are we going to solve to, this? I, she could have came in the salon. That she could
2: have. What are we gonna do? That's what I'm asking. Fix the problem. How are we going to fix the problem?
1: Sewing in the tracks.
2: What does it cost to sew in the tra- To sew the I tracks? I was going
1: to charge her sixty-five dollars for two tracks and probably wash her wig and restyle it again. And if she would have came in the salon and gave me a problem, you know what, I'm going to do it because I love what I do. And she knows that. So it was not a problem for me to fix the wig. I just felt like she could have came in.
2: And what's your counterclaim for $500? Lost wages and what's the slander? Slandering my name. Bye? Um, Did she post something? Did she write a negative review? Did she what?
1: I feel like... um, she, on the 13th, she referred to, asking me about a quote for another wig and the person didn't get the wig 13th probably. 13th of December. Yes, probably because she probably like, you know what, don't go to her. She messed my wig up, look at the gaps, so. And,
2: what's wrong with that? That's how she feels. I feel like that's slander in my name. It's not, it's not. Because we're all, it's a free country, we all have our opinions. And we cannot, can you imagine if we could all get sued for what we tell our friends? Go there, don't go, that restaurant's great. That restaurant's awful. Lawsuit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it It doesn't work that way. Here's what's gonna happen. On your lawsuit against her, zero. On your lawsuit against her, I'm gonna award you $100 so you can take it somewhere else to get the stuff that you need to get fixed, fixed on it. I think that's fair. Good luck, folks
4: so the plaintiff is going to get money to get the wig fixed but not by the defendant as you come prancing out here what are you thinking now you waited too long to help her
1: why didn't you respond i mean i i was i was busy but i definitely would have fixed the problem with with if she would have came to the salon yeah but you said you're going to charge her it was maintenance fee. It was two months, and it was my but policy. not originally. Yeah, no. yeah, you're right. Well, you're right. You see? You know, no, no, no bad, no bad.
4: No bad, you lose. No bad, yeah, Okay, right. All, right. all right. On your all way. Right. All right, Ms. Johnson-Samuels. It's a mouthful, Johnson Samuels. You know,
5: you get a hundred bucks. Now you can. Do you know somewhere else you can take the wig to get it fixed? I actually don't want to take the wig for somebody else to have to redo somebody else's job. Yeah, but somebody could fix it. It is fixable. The whole thing needs to be redone. Two tracks is not enough. I would rather just discard it. Start from scratch. Yes, that's what I would rather do.
4: You know, I'm an, I don't even know what a track is. I keep hearing that term track all the way through this case, but I don't have time to find out now, okay? okay. Thank you very much. Thank Congratulations. You. Take right. your wig and your tracks.
3: Okay. <laughs> all right, Harvey. So, Doug, you should know that just because an item gets damaged, that doesn't mean the person who owns the item gets the value of that item. If it can be fixed, as in this case, repaired, uh, that is the measure of damages. And that will do it for this case, litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Penny Willis. She says she hired the defendant to move her from Nevada to Arizona. And when he got to Arizona with her belongings, he didn't have all of her stuff. That's right, he forgot to pack up her shed and all the things she had in it. Now he won't reimburse her for her missing stuff. Bottom line, he owes her $5,037.23, and that's just what she's suing for today. This is the defendant, Jason. He says the plaintiff had some sort of emergency and wasn't present when he went to pack up. He was hired to pack up her house and he knew nothing about the shed in the backyard. It was never mentioned. He dealt with the woman's realtor who signed off on the job and he owes this careless woman nothing. He's accused of
0: forgetting a
3: few things. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff was moving. hired the defendant to pack up her stuff and move it. But it was a mess because the defendant forgot everything in the shed the and won't judge. pay her for it. No the defendant says he didn't know anything about a shed and her realtor approved everything. It's the case of shedding her Thank stuff.
2: Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, man. All right, Ms. Willis. Um, you moved to Arizona from? Yes.
0: from Henderson, Nevada.
2: Okay, and you had just been married. Yes. Oh, happy day, <laughs> new move, new town, new life, new husband, and what happens? <laughs> um,
0: when everything was going on with the move and stuff, um, my husband got notified he had to have a triple bypass. Okay. And that was. And
2: was he already in uh, Arizona?
0: Yes, he works for the Department of Corrections in Arizona. Okay. So he had no choice. He had to go through the triple bypass. So I immediately notified my realtor, and he said, no problem, take care of your husband, I'll handle everything else. Meaning what? In other words... Because you would,
2: hadn't packed up to I move. I a bit. You packed up, up quite a bit, but not all of it. Not all happy. of it. Were you in Nevada when you heard about it? No, I was in Arizona. Okay, so you couldn't come back because the, the, the triple bypass is an urgent surgery that's going to happen now, right. uh, you know, in the next day or two or whatever. All right, so you call your realtor. Who, and how did you know your realtor? He was a former
0: student at the high school where Jason and I both worked.
2: Okay, and you're, you explain what's going on because either the closing has to be delayed or something has to give. Correct. And your realtor suggests what?
0: He suggested that he take care of everything, hire Jason. I said that's great because I know Jason, he won't do me wrong. And I was in constant communication. And Jason
2: was to do what? Move he was, the rest of you, get all of it out so that the closing can happen? Correct.
0: He was supposed to get everything out from upstairs and some furniture that was left downstairs, my garage, the patio furniture in the backyard, plus my tough shed. And I had texted all that information to Beau. Who who's was Beau? Beau was our the, realtor.
2: The realtor who's not here? Not here. Okay. So um, who contacts you, Bo or Penny?
6: Both people have
2: contacted me, Your Honor. Okay. So do they contact you by text?
6: By yes. Uh, okay. Yes, ma'am. Do, uh, you have,
2: do you have your phone, and can I, can I see some communication with them? Do you first get contacted when?
6: I first get contacted um, from uh, Penny at, at the start of uh, July, uh, that they were trying to move to... Um, that she w- that they were moving, and okay. I said, Your Honor, I recommended two other moving companies uh, to her uh, okay. because I was having my own surgery. I was having some other stuff going on. Okay. Um, and I kind of, um, I Penny had put her house up for sale prior. Yeah, I don't
2: like screenshots. I like actual text so I can scroll up, gotcha. and scroll down. That's what I want. Hi. And what I want are the communications you have with Bo. Okay. Not not with her.
6: Here are all the text messages from Vogue.
2: Excellent. All right, so you're hired in the beginning of July. Uh, and no, what ma'am. exactly is the scope of the work? Because there's nothing in writing between you guys. No, ma'am. No contract, so, which is careless of everybody because and, you really need to have something in writing so that you can list the 10 things you want. But and, go ahead.
6: In your honor, um, Penny had contacted me directly at the beginning of July, and I had not... I, I, I based, off, based off of uh, prior issues with um, with it, uh, I did not want to do the business. I Both, don't know what
2: that meant. What did you mean? I,
6: I, I wanted to keep our friendship, I, I wanted to keep a friendship solid. I didn't want to mix business and pleasure. Okay. Um, I, but I, what had
2: happened in the past?
6: You uh, were... Just, she had worked with a prior realtor and he and she, um, th- th- there had been some issues with closing dates. There had been some issues with uh, Penny doing her, her job as a seller, so on and so forth. So I didn't want to take that issue on, you know, just given the circumstances that I was at in July. Okay. Um, and like I said, when, when I took the job, I took it more out of... Uh, I took it more out of helping the, the situation than actually earning a dollar because what we ended up also doing is handyman work and uh, cleaning work for um, for 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 the situation. And you can see that I was constantly... In in contact with her, and I actually have a letter from Bo saying that all the days that we were there, work he would come over, walk the property with us, see what we put into storage, so on and so forth. That who did Bo? Bo did, yes, as being being her representative. So I mean, I was in constant contact with. Okay,
2: but there's a shed, right?
6: We we were never told anything about the shed. That's, that's
2: But the shed's not hidden. It's right on the property.
6: There was the, it was locked.
2: Right. So you saw it.
6: And we tried to contact her. How? We we we
2: show proof that you tried to contact
6: Bo her. Bo tried to contact her.
2: Okay. See here's the thing. Everyone keeps talking about Bo. Hey, Bo, what'd you do? <laughs> Bo's not here, you see? So everybody has this messy Bo connection, and Bo's nowhere to be found. Bo's not getting sued. You didn't bring Bo into the lawsuit. You didn't bring Bo into the lawsuit, which you have a right to do when you get sued. Um, you know. So what ends up happening is you get hired to, to put everything into pods, Right.
6: Uh, yes, ma'am.
2: And then someone else was going to take the pods, another mover?
6: Uh, that's, uh, yes. what?
2: Like, in other words, the pods just stayed where they were? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, you clean up and you put things in pods. You don't empty out the shed because you don't have a key. And according to you, I called Penny, not Bo, Penny, and she didn't answer. But her husband's going through a triple coronary bypass, so that's not odd. So did you call Bo yes, for the ma'am. key? Yes,
6: Yes, and he said he tried to contact her.
2: That's interesting because I see the text between Penny and Beau where Penny tells Beau where the key is.
6: Gotcha. I was never told.
2: Okay. But I also see the text between Penny and you where she explains what she needs done. Show me that text. So you tell Beau, we are heading back to Arizona. There is all the stuff upstairs and a few pieces downstairs. The garage has some items as well and the shed has not been packed up. Beau responds, okay, I will work on this and let you know. Could you send me the address to where you want everything? So Bo knew. And now the, the thing about the keys, that little, here it is, July 15th. Thank you. You contact Bo and you tell Bo, I forgot to tell you that the key for the shed is on the wall next to the sliding glass door. So I know you and Bo do a lot of business together because I scrolled up and I scrolled down. You're in constant business together. He hires you for a million things and that's great. But now I have two direct texts that actually tell Bo exactly what it is that Bo needs to do, or what you need to do. I would prefer that the texts were directly to him. You know, that would be better. Uh, I know that your head wasn't on right at that time, but right. can I see some evidence that you or Bo or anybody else tried reaching her? Um, because I have all the texts, so I'd like to see the text where you say to her, "Where's the key to the shed?" I don't have those. Right, because you know what you guys did. You guys go, eh? You've got. You're not emptying out the pods. You keep the pods somewhere until your husband can help you empty out the pods. Right. You decide to finally empty out the pods in November <laughs> when you finally get around to open. where'd you put the pods? They're in my husband has an acre of property. Right. So I'm just how do you not check? like I would so want to check the pods. That like I don't have to, I mean, just open them. Like, I, I, we w- did open them. But, oh, okay. we but they're like, packed. So they're you packed can't, solid. Yeah.
0: So I was hoping, well, maybe the patio furniture is in the far back. So I said, we'll get so to So it's it.
2: not just the contents of the shed missing. It's all of the patio furniture. Correct. Was there patio furniture there? No, ma'am. See, that, I, like, that is so odd to me. Do you have an affidavit from Bo saying, yes, there's patio furniture out there? Bo was there every day.
0: Bo is there every day, but do I Do you had... have a
2: statement from Bo?
0: No, I do not. Did you talk to Bo? I have not talked to him. Was... Talk... I, t- I did tell him that Jason did not get all my patio furniture or the tough shed stuff out. And what did Bo say? And Bo says, I'm gonna
2: reach out to the people that bought your house and see if yeah, you Yeah, but go. that's in November. Well, right. that's when you find out that there's a problem. So yes. you, you, and then what does he say? The people say what? Tough luck. You guys right. left it here, it's ours now. Yeah. Yeah, it's left there over 30 days. Uh, too bad, so I wouldn't do that, but too bad, so sad. Right. But did did Bo actually physically go there to see if the patio furniture was there? He contacted them, but he did not, as far as I know, go there. Well, did you ask him, hey, Bo, what's the deal? The patio, f- like, did Bo say, what do you mean the patio furniture? It was right there, I saw. Did Bo see patio furniture? Because I find it so odd that patio furniture not get packed. Yes, I know ma'am. they had to have a second pod, but why wouldn't you pack the patio furniture?
6: We would, Your Honor, if... I- no, it, it sounds
2: like, well, now you physically weren't there at all,
6: right? Uh, I was there, Your Honor. Yes, ma'am. I walked the, the, the property and there was no time. Uh, all three days that we were out there, ma'am.
2: And there was no patio furniture. There for was detergent? nothing
6: out there, ma'am. No, ma'am. I, I did. We did our due diligence. If there was something, we're not going to do. Well, mag- you didn't
2: do your due diligence because I, be- okay. I believe that part of doing your due diligence is, is finding out if the homeowner has anything in the shed. Sure. If you're hired to move everything, I also feel like Bo didn't do Bo's due diligence because Bo should have said, uh, uh, "Bo should read his text, and he should convey the information to you." You shouldn't be relying on Beau. You should be explicitly saying, give me a list of what you need moved. You should have a contract where the contract lists everything. You don't have it. You should demand, hey, these are the 40 things I need you to move. Nobody here did their due diligence. She's got a really good excuse. She's got a really good excuse. Um,
0: How's he doing? He's doing much better. And we were just lucky that the doctor caught it. Before he had a How massage. did the doctor catch it? Well, he works for the Department of Corrections and at they the did prison a where he works, he had to go out on stress leave because it was, you know, the prisoners are getting out of the jail cells and beating up the correction officers. So I said, You're not going back there, we're going to go see the doctor. So while he was at the doctor's office getting the family medical leave paperwork done, she goes, Wait a minute, let's do an EKG. And so she found. It was an irregular
2: EKG. At our age, we should be doing that stuff every
0: year. <laughs>
2: Tell me about it. So he went from there. Sent My to the cardiologist. My husband had a stent put in with a 99% occlusion of the widowmaker. Mm. Oh, see, that's what they thought. I I mean, he he shouldn't, you know, and I I had him putting the Christmas stuff away in the (laughs) attic, work harder. I had him cleaning out the kayaks and and, in the storage room, I had him, I I tried to kill him as hard as I could (laughs) between Saturday, because now they can actually tell, they test your blood and they can tell when you had the heart attack, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. And between Saturday, where they timed the heart attack and the Tuesday where we canceled the people's court and I had to fly right back. It's crazy. We're all hanging on a thread, literally. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, look, you, you've got some proof problems yourself here now um, because you you say there was patio furniture. I'm, I'm just having such trouble with the idea of patio furniture not being packed. I don't know why because it's the same crew that didn't open up this shed and said, "Ah, screw it." You know? Do you have any pictures of your patio furniture?
0: I um, actually took some screenshots from Zillow where where Jason had. Oh, not Jason, Bo had actually posted it on Zillow. That's good
2: stuff right there, hold on. What should I be looking at here? Oh, there's my patio furniture. Okay, so there's those two chairs that are stacked. And that, the, the that patio little table, table,
0: my planter boxes. Your planter boxes. or planter. This aqua colored item rocker. That's my rocker, and I had two side tables. Mm-hmm. The two white side tables. How old is this stuff? When my first husband passed away in 2016, I decided to just get rid of the old and start fresh. Do you
2: have the receipts for these things? I have proof
0: of purchase of the stuff that was in my shed.
2: But not proof of purchase of any of the patio furniture? No. Well, at least we have a picture of it. What did that rocker cost? The rocker... Is the rocker still available? Yes, it is. Can you hand me specifically? Can you hand me specifically um, that rocker online so I can see what it costs? Oh sure. That's the one. And you bought it in 2016, correct? And these other metal chairs, I also you, bought those at the same time. Can you do the same thing that you just did with the metal chairs? Yes. Love that. how did you send him a text saying it's two thousand dollars worth of stuff and then all of a sudden come into my courtroom and sue for five thousand dollars worth of stuff how did I it didn't appreciate <laughs> I didn't appreciate <laughs> once you had to file a lawsuit I
0: just estimated what it would cost or what I had paid out it wasn't until I went online and knowing that I purchased everything online
2: you know, you've got this like this patio furniture that you have here is not the patio furniture that's in the picture my dear you have got You don't have swivel chairs in the picture. You have the cheapest kind possible from Home Depot. I'm a shopper. I know know what's what. These here. I could not find. You couldn't find those? I can find them for you with my blindfold on if I walk into Target. Is that okay? Okay, I can. And you've got this $869 swivel chair, much greater, upgraded, full table, not bistro, come on. All right. Okay, I see in the text back and forth that there was something about a dolly and a power lift. Do you know what she's talking about?
6: Yes, ma'am. I have those.
2: You do have those? Yes, ma'am. So what efforts have you made to get... You shouldn't have those. Did your guys think that was yours?
6: No, no ma'am. Uh, what I tried to explain to her is um, we had left those in uh, my pickup truck because there was no room left in one of the pods until we ordered the second pod. And
2: And what happened? You forgot to put her dollies in the second pot? Uh, no,
6: no, ma'am. Uh, yes, the, 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 the dolly and the power lift, yes,
2: ma'am. Okay, yes. so what efforts have you made since November um, to get them to her?
6: When she threatened me with lawsuit, ma'am, I stopped I, I stopped contact with her.
2: Okay, I see paperwork for the dolly. Do you have paperwork for the, the lift? It was purchased through Harbor Freight,
0: and I could not get the receipt off of line.
2: What did you pay for it? There's like all kinds of different dollies. I it mean, was the Liz. 269. Is this what it looks like? Yes, sir. That looks like this one. Yes, sir. According to you, what was in the shed? Uh,
0: it was my new gardening equipment. Lawn Your new wool. G- new
2: gardening new. equipment. Why do you have new gardening equipment?
0: Because my husband had heavier equipment. When you say new,
2: you mean from 2016?
0: From 2016. Okay, go ahead. And some of it was not even unpacked. Um, I had a blower and a sweeper combination unit. I had a new lawnmower and the new uh, tools to change the blade. Do you have insurance?
6: Uh, Not for this type, no ma'am.
0: No? All right, go on. I had a new grass seed that I was going to put down. I had some Christmas decorations that I had just stuck into the shed unit and shovels, rakes, brooms. Electric
2: hedge trimmer, electric pruning shears. Nobody has garden stuff like you do. <laughs> you have every single thing under the sun. Your Honor? Yeah.
6: Just to explain, um, we're, we're more of a hauling cleaning business. And when we took this job on, that's what we tried to explain to... Uh,
2: I, listen, start. dude, you had, the, you had it right the first time. Don't take the job. Gotcha. But if you're gonna take it, then you have a responsibility to sure. do it right. By the way, how much does she pay you for packing her up and doing exactly this? You got paid to pack her up and and clean up so she could sell her house. It's it's very specific gotcha. what you got paid to gotcha. do. How much did you make?
6: Twenty-two uh, hundred.
2: Right. It's not like you did it as a favor. It's twenty-two gotcha. hundred. Put some love into it and make sure that patio gotcha. furniture doesn't stay behind because we know it exists. And you know, and the house in the advertisements had it even that the patio furniture doesn't stay behind and that the and, and, and that the shed stuff doesn't. stay behind. It is an insufficient answer to look at me and say, well, nobody told me about a key. You know, oh, we tried reaching her, we couldn't get her. Yeah, you're not going to get her the day her husband's having a triple coronary bypass. But the, but the, but the galling part is that the, I don't know how hard you guys tried. Because the guy you deal with had it right in his phone. That, yes, the shed, of course, is part of it because it's her shed. Right. Of course she has stuff in it. There's a lock on it. <laughs> and, yes, there's a key. And she had told him where the key was. So if anybody had bothered to take a look, go ahead. And I, I, you know, I'm so curious what Bo would say if he were here. Would he say, yeah, I told you guys, dude. Like, I have no idea what Bo would say if he were here. I, I, did, I can't remember if I asked. How's he doing? He's doing much better. Like, he,
0: they didn't have to shut his lungs down or his heart. So it was an easy operation. And he That's was good. up and walking the ICU that same night. That's great. He's a tough old bird.
2: All right. I'm gonna. This is a part of the people's court where we do a little what?
3: A little rough justice. <laughs>
2: That's man. right. That's right. Bo knows you guys are here, right? Yes, ma'am. What's Bo say? You chit chat with Bo or no? I have not. The you last- chit chat with Bo?
6: I have a letter from him, ma'am.
2: Oh, honey, when were you gonna give me that?
6: Right now. I'm married. I know when to.
2: So,
0: <laughs> I'm married, I know when to... <laughs> no, was, I might have just ruled, and then you would say, oh, I thought I knew the judge. All
2: right. Okay, first of all, it doesn't make any mention of the patio stuff. When I know she made mention of the patio stuff, I would love to try to get Bo on the line. Ah, you guys left Bo out of it. I'm going to leave Bo out of it. <laughs> it never fails to amaze me that if I take... The time to go item by item, I end up with the same figure (laughs) that I would have guessed off the top of my head. It never ceases to amaze me. I'm always like, 50 bucks apart. (laughs) Never ceases to amaze me. Um, There are two parts to every lawsuit. Mm -hmm. You know, part one is you done me wrong, you win on part one. But part two of any plaintiff's lawsuit is this is how much you owe me for doing me wrong. This is how much you've done me wrong. Okay? So um, that's where things are a little hairier for you. What you have a right to, um, if someone doesn't care for yourself the way they're supposed to and doesn't do, you know, breaches a contract with you is the depreciated value of the items that you're talking about. So whereas I hear what you're saying, you're like, but that's not fair, because I have to buy a new one. Well, maybe you will, and maybe you won't. Mm -hmm. What you're getting is the value of something at the time of the loss, not three years earlier when it was brand spanking new and you bought it. So that's the value on the open market for the items that you're talking about. Um, She does have a lot of receipts. But based on what I am looking at, I am going to, in fact, award you The sum of two thousand one hundred dollars for what I believe was a breach of contract. Mm -hmm. Now, technically speaking, I would like to advise you that that legally, if in fact someone talks, you know, is your go-between with her and has all the information and doesn't tell you, conceivably, you might have a lawsuit against that person. Now, I can see how much business they bring you, and that that's probably not going to happen. You guys are probably friends and whatever else, but. You know, this was an avoidable set of circumstances. Yes. Sir. I realize everybody was under a lot of pressure and doing 100 things, and you had your own health issues. Um, if it feels like you should say no, say no. Yes, ma'am. Right? And um, we're too old for that now, right? Yes, like, we ma'am. just don't need this in our lives, right? Yes, ma'am. And um, if, if, it's some, if it's thousands of dollars worth of stuff, put it in writing, right? Say, this is the list of things you gotta do. And if it's a thousand dollars worth of business, put it in writing. Yes, ma'am. All right? It just works so much easier. Good luck to everybody. (laughs)
4: Thank you. Thank you. So the plaintiff does prevail. Jason, what are you thinking? Don't do business with friends. Really?
6: You don't think you made a mistake? You know what? Uh, I think there was error on everyone's judgment, but like like Judge uh, said, if it's not good the first time, don't do it. If it doesn't feel good in the gut, don't do it.
4: Well, maybe good advice. All right, thank Thank you very much. All right, Ms. Willis, how you doing?
0: Good. Do you feel sorry for showing him or not? I was his work wife at the high school where we both worked. Yeah, I know. And he knew my first husband. And so I knew as a school teacher, he doesn't work during the summer usually, and he had this part-time business that he was doing. And I thought, hey, I'll give him the business than a stranger. And I thought he would look out for me and unfortunately he did not. Yeah. My realtor looked out for me. To a degree. To a degree. Yeah. And he even wanted to refund part of the money right. for the pods that he had paid in right. advance.
4: Well, congratulations. Hope yeah. you get everything back now with <laughs> the you. money.
3: All right, thank you very much. All right, Harvey? So this is interesting, Doug, when you are hired to do a job, even if it's not your profession, you still have to do it professionally. You don't skate
2: because you're an amateur. You have to rise to the level or you're gonna pay.